Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you today? I'm good. Good. We've got so much news. We're so organized today. I hope it shows. So much news, but no Disneyland news today. No. It's all world. It is. And we're going to start off with everyone's favorite topic, not Hurricane Dorian. (laughs) Although I heard that Hurricane uh, Umberto is now uh, bearing down on Castaway Key. Oh, yeah. it's going to be bad luck for the Bahamas yeah. this year, huh? Um, but our our top story is actually going to be a Galaxy's Edge story. Um, and that is that Poe Dameron's X-Wing and the BB-8 figure, uh, that is his navigator, uh, have now been made visible. They're part of the queue for Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. So um, it's kind of big news that they've started to unveil the entryway. Yeah, so do you think you can like walk near that and stuff yet? You can, just like you can the Millennium Falcon and some of the other ships. Mm-hmm. It, it's apparently deep in the Resistance Forest because the Galaxy's Edge is split between First Order and Resistance. Okay. And uh, it's in the Resistance Forest. Um, BB-8 is going to be interacting with guests well, when fun. they walk through, although he does nothing but squeak and squeal. So that's okay. I don't know how much interaction there's going to be. Um, Poe Dameron will occasionally come out to work on his X-Wing. Mm-hmm. Much like uh, Chewie and Ray, I guess, go out to work on the Millennium Falcon. Okay, so really don't know much about Star Wars. This okay. Poe guy. Is po. he a real person? Or he's, is he's, he... a, he's a Star Wars character. Right, I know <laughs> I know that. But I mean, like, Chewie is not a human. Chewie's a Wookiee. Right. right. He's a humanoid. Okay, so yeah. what's this Poe guy? Poe is, is, is a human. Okay. Yes. So they have to, like, send someone out in, like... In, in, costume, he'll be, he'll but be in, in his X-wing gear. So maybe someone who looks maybe similar, to, looks similar to the actor or something. Right. Okay, right. all right, just wondering. Um, but you know, it's kind of cordoned off, so when he's working on it, it's not like you can go up to him and hand him tools while he's <laughs> while he's doing things. That would be so fun. That should be an extra experience that they can charge more for. Yeah, exactly, an extra. You want to hand him <laughs> hydro spanners? Pay seven dollars. <laughs> so uh, the Rise of the Resistance ride is currently scheduled to open on December fifth in Walt Disney World. And I think around January 20th in Disneyland, I'm just looking up real quick, and that is scheduled for January 17th. So that's the day we get on our cruise. So the day we get on our cruise. Oh, yeah. They'll be opening up uh, Rise of the Resistance in California. Wrong coast. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What do we have next? Oh, um, the Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam Holiday Dessert Party. Say it with conviction. How do you say that with conviction? Jingle bell, jingle bam. Oh. Because the bam is capitalized and there's an exclamation point after it. Oh, all right. Okay. Um, so this is... So what is, is it? The jingle bell, jingle bam. There you go. Holiday dessert party. Uh, takes place at Hollywood Studios. It's a uh, snack and dessert party, which also includes um, beverages and alcoholic beverages. It's a specially ticketed add-on event, so you will have to have admission to the park, and then this is an add-on. Apparently, they, I don't know where they used to hold it, but now it's going to be moved to um, along Echo Lake, so you'll be able to see the Christmas tree while you're eating. They have some uh, fun foods, um, including some past favorites, the Yule Log, uh Cheese fondue with pretzel bread and gingerbread martinis apparently are some of their favorites. And while you are sipping and savoring, you can mingle with a VIP Disney character. Um, and then the evening wraps up with reserved viewing for two shows, The Wonderful World of Animation and Jingle Bell Jingle Bam, a holiday spectacular hosted by elves Wayne and 
Lanny from ABC's animated special Prep and Landing. Do you remember when our girls used to watch Prep and Landing like over and over again I with do. their grandmother? I do. I love that. Um, this larger-than-life extravaganza features iconic music, fireworks, special effects, and state-of-the-art projections that display heartwarming moments from some of your favorite Disney films. Uh, let's see. This is being held from November 8th through January 5th on select, I assume select nights. It might be every night. Um, the price for November 8th to December 21st is $89 per adult and $53 for a child. Uh, the 22nd to January 1st is $99 per adult and $59 per child. And then after Christmas, uh, January or after the new year, January 2nd to January 5th, it goes back down to 89 and 53. Um, now important to note that tax and gratuity are included in that price. That actually is important to note. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, uh, I guess you can make a dinner of it. Right. So it's not that bad. I just don't like that you have to have separate entrance for the park. Right. If you didn't have to have separate entrance to the park and you got something like you do with like the Halloween party, it would right. be it would be great. Right. It would be like, a good deal. I would love to go into a park just to have like a dessert party or, you know, some type of light hors d'oeuvre experience. Right. View a couple parties and get out. Right. Now I'm paying $100 to get in the park, $100 to get into the party. Now it's $200 a person. That day has just cost your family 800 bucks. Yeah, you think um, that way a lot because of the way we tend to do our trips. We um, we don't do, we haven't in a long time done a long term, so like, you know, seven or eight nights. Right. Hopper. With six day pass. tickets. We just haven't. Uh, when we go down, we usually go down for shorter trips. We're there for a couple of days, usually before or after a cruise. Um, and we'll do one day in the parks or two days in the parks. Um, and a lot of times they're very rarely hoppers. We don't end up spending the money on that. When you're looking to try to book a vacation for not too terribly much money, those are some of the places where you can cut back. If we only went, you know, every other year or once a year or whatever it would be, um, and you get, you're there for seven or eight nights, you get the hopper passes for the full time, you know, it's no big deal to you. you once you get past, what, four days? Right, because the, the your extra average days, cost per day goes down right. to like $40. Right, the extra days are so little that it, it doesn't matter as much. So right. I, I would consider it if I wanted to see the shows and be comfortable. I would, I would consider it. I don't think the price is terrible. But yes, in our type of situation, that would not work out well. Okay. Well, thank you for giving everyone our secrets on how we spend our money and plan our trips. No problem. That's what we're here for. That's right. Um, and, you know, we, we haven't even hit Halloween yet. And we're nowhere near Thanksgiving. But Cheryl's now giving you a Christmas story. And I'm going to announce that Disney has started talking about their New Year's plans. Uh, Animal Kingdom is going to be open until midnight to celebrate New Year's Eve, which also happens to be Cheryl's birthday. Yes, it is. Uh, on December 31st, uh, which, you know, that park's usually not open that late. But um, for New Year's Eve, you're going to have DJs, three DJs in Asia, Discovery Island, and Dino Land, who will keep the party pumping. Uh, Discovery Island in Asia will have a special New Year's Eve countdown on the iconic Tree of Life with energetic music and lighting displays to welcome in 2020. Now, this I find funny. Guests can get into the fun with special pin trading opportunities. <laughs> Ten years ago, pin trading was gigantic. Right. They had that big pin trading station in Epcot. They mm -hmm. had pin trading places all over. You couldn't walk five feet without running into somebody with their pin trading vest right. or their, their binders full of pins that they were willing to trade. Right. And then as quick as pin trading came in, 
it took a back seat. It did, but it, there's still people who are pretty oh, still into it, especially and especially children really do enjoy it. So right. I mean, I don't know that I would tout it as a big feature of a right of an evening, but you know, I, I mean, mean that, people do enjoy it. It's almost kind of like saying, "Come to Animal Kingdom, and we'll give you a book of tickets, and you can ride some e-ticket attractions, <laughs> and you can rip tickets out of the book." You know, <laughs> it's like no one does that anymore. Um, but there, there will also be a special limited edition New Year's Eve pin. Uh, I, I don't know if that's free and included with the experience because it does not say. It, probably not. No, because there's no char- there's no charge for this. This is just part of if that's the park that you choose for New Year's Eve. Right. This is what they're going to be doing there. Um, so the the New Year's Eve celebration will cap off a thrilling season of all new holiday experiences in the Animal Kingdom. There will be new decor in every land, winter projections on the Tree of Life, and holiday spirited characters in Dino Land and more. So. They're really kind of touting Animal Kingdom, uh, and I don't know if that's to move crowds away from I other parts. I think so. I mean, um, I know the Magic Kingdom is definitely open till midnight. I'm going to assume Hollywood Studios is open till midnight. The only one I'm not sure about is Epcot. I mean, I think that's probably where a lot of people would want to spend it, is right. in, um, oh, don't, why am I drawing a blank? The World Epcot. Showcase. No, in the World so, Showcase. Don't they do a little thing where, like, as they're going through the time zones, like, when Italy hits New right, Year's, they something do a like that. Maybe with Italy. And... I think they might. And so I feel like that's where people will probably want to be. This is a good idea to move people out of other parks um, and still be able to have that midnight celebration, which is a great idea. I think maybe they could have done a little better than special pin trading as the feature, but hey, whatever. It's pin trading. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, while we're talking about, um, all these events for, um, well, we've been talking about holiday ones, but this is, uh, for just the regular dessert parties. There is a price increase coming for... What? You don't say. Yeah. For the fireworks dessert parties at the Magic Kingdom. Um, looking at this, I was, we haven't done one in a while. There are three. Can you believe they have three now? I can't believe it. I remember when we did one, it was in Tomorrowland Terrace. It was brand new. That was like the new thing. That was so many years ago. Yeah. So at the Tomorrowland Terrace, they have one. Um, That one currently is $84 per adult, and it will stay that way through January 31st. Uh, but starting February 1st, that one's going up to $99 per adult. Um, and the child price goes up from 50 to 59 um, At the Plaza Garden Viewing, that one um, through January 31st is $69 for an adult and $41 for a child. And February 1st going to 79 and 47 So they're each going up, what, 10, $10 for adults, $6 for oh, no, kids? The, the Tomorrowland Terrace is going up $15 per adult. Oh, yeah. I think maybe that must be must have a better more view. desirable. Right. I mean, that was kind of the original one, right? That's the yep. one we did. Yep. Um, and then they have an after fireworks desserts. Uh, that one is going from 69 to 89 for adults and 41 to 53 for children. Um, if you've never done one of these, you do have to have separate park admission. Um, and they, they have great desserts. I don't, do they? And, and now, I think they didn't before. Oh, I'm looking at this. I was going to say I didn't think they did before, but maybe they do now have alcohol, but no, they don't. They have beverages, but they are, um, sometimes they have their specialty beverages, but they're not alcoholic. So sparkling cider, hot chocolate, lemonades, uh, coffee and tea. So yeah, it's, it's funny because I remember when they were $40, you know, the price has like doubled in the past. I don't know. When did they start this? Maybe eight years ago, seven, eight years ago. Yeah. 
Yep. Yep. It's oh. getting expensive, but that's progress for you. I know. All right. And while we're in the Magic Kingdom, I think Cheryl's got a little update on uh, the Castle Walkway and the moat. Yep. They have start. They have taken away some of the temporary things around that uh, walkway. They filled the moat up, so now the the color is back to close to where it used to be. Uh, the landscaping has been added there that where it was just dirt. Now there's trees, but they're small trees, so it's still just it's dirt with some tiny trees in it. Um, but, you know, it, a few years and that'll be all filled in. And I, I'm thinking they're probably going to do something on top of the dirt. So you may have, like, grass around those trees or something like that. Right. Um, so it's still a work in progress, but it's looking a lot better. Excellent. And the one park we haven't spoken about is Epcot. And I'm going to throw this in there. Cheryl's going to be all upset because it's not on our list. Ah! But we mentioned yesterday that there were some uh, spies in the Netherlands who were taking pictures of the Guardians of the Galaxy's Cosmic Rewind uh, vehicles, ride vehicles. Uh, and not to be outdone, Disney uh, Imagineering has actually released a little video of the ride vehicles. Um, and they're pretty cool. Uh, we'll post the video on, on the page so that you can see them. And uh, they gave a little more information. Um, you know, each cab in this Omni, Omni Coaster ride system is going to move around and spin so that it can direct your eyes where they want you to see it. And it's going to start in the Galaxarium a planetarium-like exhibition that shows you the similarities and mysteries of the formation of Earth's galaxy and Xandar. Oh. Xandar, home, of course, to the Nova Corps from right. Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. uh, you'll be invited to learn more about Xandar's treasures until the Guardians of the Galaxies arrive and your adventure across the cosmos ensues. I'm kind I'm kind of excited for this because Guardians of the Galaxy is probably one of... It might be my favorite so, Marvel movie. Here's the thing I'm worried about. When they were shooting Guardians of the Galaxy 2, uh, and they were doing, uh, that's when they also shot the footage for Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Right. Because it's easy while the cast is assembled yeah. and everybody's in costume to do that. Yeah. Well, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 should have been shooting this year before right. they had all the trouble with James Gunn. Mm -hmm. So I, it's expensive to get all these actors together and get the costuming done and, you know, for this ride. Normally, if it's part of a movie shoot. Right. It's just tacked on. Right. Now you've got to get all the Guardians together. Right. You know, maybe Yondu. I, I don't know who's going to be involved. Maybe the Nova Corps, you right. know, um, and get all these actors together when they're not shooting. Yeah. And, you know, this is going to be a shoot. Even if it's just a, you know, two or three minutes that the Guardians are in the ride, that's going to take a week, two, three to shoot, depending upon how intricate the scenes are. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe they'll make use of it for other things. You know, maybe you get everybody together and not only do you film this for um, Cosmic Rewind, but, you know, maybe you do a little teaser for the movie coming up, even though they haven't actually started shooting it. Right. I mean, yeah, the movie's not going to be out till like 2022, 2023. Right. So that's that's a while, while to go. Um, the, the funnest thing I think about Guardians of the Galaxy is, you know, people are like, why Guardians of the Galaxy in Epcot? Right. Yes, you had right? told me this before. And uh, the entire idea is that, you know, before Peter was taken by Yondu on the Ravager ship, um, he went to Epcot as a child. And this is one of his memories, which is why the Guardians thing is taking place in Epcot, which yeah. is a cool way to tie everything I think, in. I, yeah, I think that's pretty neat. All right. What, the so, rest of these are yours. This is all you. Yeah. So our next story is the um, Magic Kingdom entrance construction. Um, you know, it, it's still kind of all ripped up. They're putting in the permanent security structure 
uh, security checkpoint, which is going to be pretty big. Yeah, it's a mess. There's dirt everywhere. It is. It is. Uh, like, if you had a Tonka truck, you can go to town there. <laughs> um, they were also moving the Polynesian boat dock, the, the boat dock that handles the friendship boats for the Polynesian and the Grand Floridian Resort. They're going to move a little bit further down the walkway that they're putting in that walks so you can take the walkway to the Grand Floridian Resort. So, you know, like right now when you come out, it's almost... Straight. Straight across yeah. from where the exits are. Mm-hmm. So it's going to move a little more to your right. So maybe it's going to be uh, more in line with maybe the monorail right. uh, loading platform, which is up that hill. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that is coming up. Um, on the other end of the, of the parking lot, way across on the other end, um, at the toll plaza, they're going to be putting in variable message signs to aid guests. You know, there's four ways you can go. When you come through the toll plaza and you've got to kind of look up at these static signs, you know, they're the signs we've all come to know if, if you drive around the, the, the resort. Yep. Um, those purple but, and purple and red. But you're right. But they're going to put in these variable signs so mm-hmm. that, um, you know, they can adjust what they yeah. need to, uh, which is going to might confuse some people because those messages will always be changing. Um, you know, the one sign I wish they brought back was the, uh, the stink bug. I know. I mean, he didn't tell us anything, but he sure was cute. He's a she, but that's okay. Oh, she. Claire, Claire de Room. You're right. You're the right. The stink bug. You're right. I have a hard time thinking that women could be stinky. <laughs> They're not married to you. <laughs> so that pretty much, uh, brings an end to the news. If you, um, want to follow us on Facebook, we are the Disney Drive Time Podcast. We'll be posting, um, the photo of the Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, ride vehicles there. Actually, video. Oh, the video. Okay. Video, yeah. So, yeah, come and join us, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. All right. So, until tomorrow, actually, until Monday, I'm Tony. I'm Cheryl. Have a great weekend, everybody. You've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.